Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, everybody. We made it. Finally. We made it to the end of the week. The sun is out. The sun is shining. You don't have to wear a winter coat anymore. What could be better? And the Colleen and Bradley show is on on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com or on your brand new shiny MyTalk 1071 app where you can just listen and get rewards for doing so. Yeah, that's like free crap. Yeah. Good free crap. Yay. Too. For doing Food, what you're already doing. Junk. Stuff. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, and it's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. The three at 1203. These are the three things that we think you need to hear uh, to be in the know today. And one of them is this. Ron Howard was on Stephen Colbert last night. And, you know, he uh, he was in charge of the new Han Solo movie. And he wants us to know what the best part of that was. It was a big action scene, you know, and it's a, it's a beautiful set and it's everybody there and it's droids and it's aliens and there's some Wookiees running around and I organized this very complicated shot. Lando flips the gun, the blaster to Han and it swings around and the camera move is perfect and, and it all went beautifully. I felt really good about it, but here's this amazing thing that happened. When you get a fist bump and a full body hug from Chewbacca. <laughs> it's an experience I wish every movie maker could have. I mean, I kind of love that. Like you're in basically like in the Star Wars universe, all these cool things are happening. But the thing that you're the most excited about, Ron Howard, a fist bump from Opie Chewbacca. Cunningham, a full body hug from Chewbacca. Aww. We should all be so lucky. Everybody should get one of them. Have you have you been hearing uh, Alexis in the morning talk about? Uh, her big beef with the Han Solo movie? No, what's her beef? Do you know that Chewbacca's married? Chewbacca's married. Oh, has a family at well, home. Well, it's like a whole, you know, he's a whole race of people. Yeah. I mean, the Chewbacca peoples are. So she's been kind Wookiees. of freaking out about, you know, the fact that he's always gone from his family. Anyway, one of the things you learn in the new Han Solo movie, FYI. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. All right. Um, perhaps you've been paying attention to the news. Uh, hopefully you've seen some of these fantastic, if not very destructive photos and video of a volcano in Hawaii that is spewing lava mm. left and right. A curtain of fire raining down on one particular part of the main island. Let's have a listen to CBS This Morning describing uh, the latest flare up in Hawaii. 
Let's go. Lava, ash, and smoke burst out of the ground around 4.30 local time Thursday, breaking the afternoon silence. We could hear the, the lava exploding right, right from the house. A witness described the flowing magma as a curtain of fire. Another said the eruption sounded like a jet engine. I smelt it and I ran to the corner and that's when I ran into a military officer that told me that it's smoking and I sure as heck enough take the turn and one of my favorite streets at least <laughs> is on fire. The island has been pummeled with hundreds of small tremors since last week. Look how deep it goes. Leaving sizable cracks across streets and in front of homes. Hours before the eruption, a larger quake struck and plumes of smoke rose into the air. There are currently five active volcanoes on the Hawaiian Islands. Four of those are on the Big Island, but Kilauea is by far the most active. It has been in a constant state of eruption since 1983. Leilani estates the site of the current lava flow sits about 25 miles east. Time-lapse video taken last week showed the constant activity of the lava lake inside Kilauea's crater. Officials have been worried magma from the volcano could travel underground threatening homes miles away. So that's just uh, part of the description this morning of uh, the latest volcanic eruption on uh, the main island of Hawaii. And I will say, I don't think a lot of people realize that there are that many active volcanoes happening in Hawaii. I mean, you kind of know, right? But I think most people, unless you've got some intimate knowledge uh, or you know, previous experience with, with uh, the islands of Hawaii, I don't think realize how active... Um, that is, and then how sort of like, you know, whether it's like wildfires, tornadoes, hurricanes, that's the thing that people in Hawaii have to deal with. Right. It's unbelievable. Actually, um, you're right. I don't know that people, I guess they just hadn't put thought to it, right? How many active volcanoes there were. But when you really look at a map and see exactly where they all lie and uh, the way he described it and you see the pictures of the, or the video and the pictures of the lava kind of you know, running through. It's unbelievable. One of the uh, one of the interesting things I was reading about is the Pu'u crater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me more about that. It began to collapse Monday. Really? Yeah. It's awful. Is anything coming out of it? No, it's a crater. What? I mean, you missed the best part of what I just said. I didn't. Oh, you were going to just not I acknowledge was it on keep Friday? Going. Like, who are you all of a sudden? I was trying to keep you, going. Oh, you're going to keep going on the Pu'u crater? Okay. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Please, like, who are you? So yesterday on CBS This Morning, uh, Gail King talked about the latest in the Charlie Rose allegations. There was a huge, uh, a huge uh, investigative report done by Washington Post that we were talking about a little bit yesterday Mm -hmm. uh, where they exhaustively uh, interviewed many women who had been either victimized by Charlie Rose or had been adjacent to Charlie Rose and knew of the behaviors. And uh, Gail King speaks about learning this about her colleague. I have a very bad case of deja vu, I have to say. You know, I feel sick to my stomach. And I don't know what to say about this, you know. When, when the story first broke, I said Charlie was my friend. I still consider him a friend. I know that's probably not the politically correct thing to say at this moment, but I don't believe in abandoning friends when they're down. That said, this is very troubling, very disturbing, and you can't discount what these women are saying. I know all of the men who are mentioned in the management, the management that they're saying there, too. I have great respect for them. And, and this is what I know. I don't know what more we can do to Charlie Rose. 
except a, a public flogging. He's gone. He's not coming back to CBS News. Nora O'Donnell, John Dickerson, and I are the new team. We are working very hard here. I know that we bring up quality broadcasts surrounded by a quality team. And all we can continue to do is do the best possible, possible job that we can. I would like to take issue with a couple things Me that too. she said. Me too. I mean, particularly this notion that what else should we do? Um, I mean, maybe hold them accountable? That's the part. Not I mean, in the court of public opinion either. I think that's what she's referring to. I'm talking about, you know, presumably in a court of law and whether or not that's possible. I mean, you know, probably people thought it wasn't possible to hold Bill Cosby accountable in a court of law. I really do think like it's a little premature for her to say that, you know, because it sounded there as though she were intimating perhaps we've been a little too hard on Charlie Rose. Yeah, it sounds a little dismissive. Like, you know, he what he's already been punished. He's already getting, you know, receiving consequences for this. Uh, But also, he doesn't he doesn't. Uh, uh, acknowledge any of the behavior he doesn't accept responsibility for anything you don't usually afford people um uh, what's the word i'm looking for forgiveness unless they've accounted for something Mm -hmm. that they have done Mm -hmm. right that's kind of how it works the one thing i will say that i give her credit for is is in in the way that she's able to articulating how difficult it is to have who to be to have been friends with somebody and to have a trusting relationship with somebody and to find out that that they are likely they've been victimizing people and she I mean she sounded like she had consulted with Oprah a little bit on how to how to talk about that you know but I will give her credit for that I think that's a really difficult space to be in and um and I think she articulated it in the best way she possibly could for somebody who likely is just learning that this person who she thought she knew was capable of this type of behavior yeah. possibly but you're right that piece about what what else can we do felt like unnecessary I mean, we can do a lot, actually i don't yeah. have to actually do anything um if she's talking about people sure but this i am just so tired of this like thing about like i get that she is like f- friends with him but like know your audience and like you don't have to you don't have to share that truth right like mm-hmm. there are some truths that i walk around with every day that i'm not opening up a mic and sharing on the radio mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um i was gonna make a joke i won't because i think this is serious um so I, I, and especially in the job that she's in, it just seems like know your audience. Like mm-hmm. you're a woman in a position uh, of authority in this particular case, who is an example to other women. And there will be people like, it's not fair. That's her friend and blah, blah, blah. No, she, that's what she signed up for. She mm-hmm. is in a position of authority. She has an image. She has a, a role for women. Like, yeah. Do it. Do something with it. Do something that actually benefits the victims. Because that's the other thing. There are victims here. It is not just that he, you know, Charlie Rose is not the victim. No, and he's the one with the highest profile. And so, you know, people may be turning their attention to him. But there's, how many did we, was it like 60? Am I making that up? 27? There was a number of women that were. It was 27. With with Charlie Rose, the the Washington Post Post Thank you. 27 women. Yep said that there were 27 women. Yeah, so there's 27 women, many of whom uh, are choosing to remain anonymous, who were victimized. Bill Cosby. Thank you, yes. And I'm just saying, 27 have spoken 
about Charlie Rose. Yeah, I mean, and again, think about what it takes for a woman to bring up something or to uh, go on the record about something that cannot be adjudicated probably in a court of law will only open them up to criticism and introspection from the media, meaning into their own past and in their own history. Think about what it takes to like overcome all of those, because the majority of people who are victims, by the way, would probably just say, I don't want to be involved. I've already been victimized. Mm-hmm. Why would I want to bring this all up again? Or at least I could see that. And therefore, it's it, it stands to reason that there are a lot more women who were victimized, whether it's Charlie Rose, Bill Cosby, you right. name it. Um, so right. it's, it's like people just only focus on this small little part that they actually see when if you step back for a moment and you see it's it's it is a much larger thing. Absolutely. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is going to bring all the dirt from Hollywood for us right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from Hollywood. Hi, my loves. Happy Hello. Friday. Hello Boy, there, it is nice to be with you. Let's get to the dirt, shall we? Hey, yes. may the fourth be with you and also with you. Why are you stuttering? It's Star Wars Day, <laughs> and it's a or thing. not stuttering, lisping. Can I, I tell lisping. you? Can I just tell you something really cute? Please do. That there, I, I just saw this. My cousin is a uh, uh, he works for an airline, and uh, he was he's at Heathrow Airport. I, he, I, I'm guessing he's at Heathrow. I don't know that he for sure is, but he took UK. a picture from Heathrow of the way that they're celebrating May the fourth. And they've listed um, everything like departures, destination, Tatooine, oh, uh, Jakku. Yeah. And then and it's just adorable. And it's very cute. And That's things like really it's, cute. it'll say things like uh, to Camino to delayed a long, long time in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> and they've just added that to their uh, departures. It is a funny thing how it sort of like encompasses strange parts of life. Now, this one is sort of expected, but Snapchat wants you to unleash your inner Wookiee for Star Wars Day. They have a partnership with uh, the Walt Disney Company, and they debuted a new Chewbacca-themed lens that transforms you into Chewbacca when in selfie mode. So if this is like the one day to use Snapchat, (laughs) you might want to for that reason. They also have a variety of Star Wars Bitmoji and stickers to decorate snaps, and then any Snapchatters sharing their location on SnapMap... I don't understand any of this, but they will get a lightsaber added to their icon. Well, I don't even wow. have a Snapchat account. Lucky you. you. Oh, Holly's you over sh- there doing the Chewbacca thing. Are you doing it, Holly? Is it yeah. cool? It's fun. Oh, can you? I thought it'd be cooler. Really, just sit with the fact that this is the adult world we live in today. Yeah, adults like love stickers, Snapchat. emojis. I know. Snappies. I will tell you selfies. That it you is can a go funny over concept there with your black coffee. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. At three in the afternoon in your diner now, Bradley, now can you? <laughs> I'm going to put a sticker on my Chewbacca. <laughs> it's fun. I think um, I've just recently gotten into the world of Insta stories. Yeah. Oh, you want to yeah. follow love, me? Yeah, yeah. At Eliz No, Reese. I love your Insta stories. Thank you. You've got them like broken down into categories. That is what I yeah. do. I yeah. used to hate Insta stories. I thought this was so silly and so ridiculous because I didn't understand why you would post something and then it was going away, which of course is the whole concept with Snapchat too. Mm-hmm. And then I started finding it to be like sort of a little bit of a creative outlet. Like oh, I sure. kind of like designing the little things and like designing the, um, pictures the font and, and the picture and the words that go with it. It feels like I'm making like a little mini magazine every mm-hmm. day, which I find to Publisher, be. Publisher, add that to your list Look of at that. accomplishments. <laughs> Tell everybody your handle on Instagram again. It's Eliz Reese. Eliz Reese. Does somebody stole Elizabeth Reese. I don't know who they are, but I'm going to go after them. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> what does that look like? What does Elizabeth Reese going after the person who I stole? take a fine artisan yeah. baguette and I wave it at you. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, I have some wedding details. Her dad will walk her down the aisle and Princess Diana's sister will deliver a reading. There's been a lot of speculation about Meghan Markle's father. Thomas Markle will officially walk her down the aisle when they tie the knot at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle on May 19th. Her mother, Doria Radlin, will also travel with her by car before the ceremony. And there was a whole statement saying that she's delighted to have her parents by her side on this important and happy occasion. It's really wonderful. Okay, so I'm actually, um, thank you for bringing that story to us. (laughs) What what I find most fascinating about the royal wedding, honestly, is... The Lifetime movie that I'm so excited about, that the you have Harry March and Meghan calendar one. five times, yes, yep. And I noticed uh, a headline today that apparently the palace is very concerned about the sex scene in this movie. Oh my gosh, that's the stuff I love. <laughs> that I do love that. Weird. The things that are preoccupying them. I mean, when you really think about, I doubt that they're actually preoccupied by the Lifetime, Lifetime network movies. If I have any iota of success in life my life will be made into a lifetime movie yes. how joyful would that be my talk 1071 the radio station would make such a fabulous premise for yes. a lifetime movie who would play Lori? Agreed. and who would play julia oh wow obviously it'd be sharon stone playing Lori. that's who Lori would want yes it who would, would play julia um reese witherspoon you no no that's who she julia that's calls who julia me would reese, want she calls me reese witherspoon sometimes when she forgets my name which is, is probably a lot. A lot, and you've only known her for how many years? You know, once you hit the decade point, it's, it's like, yeah, whatever. whatever. You just let it go. You guys, Avengers, Infinity War, I mean, th- this movie is just, like, unbelievable how much it is making. It's, it's crazy town. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Are you into that at all? No, I don't know any of it. I don't understand it. And I neither don't get do it. I. And it's just very confusing to me. But obviously, we're in the minority, I know. Because people are like flocking. I know. They mm-hmm. all are going. I mean, it's like, it's still the top movie. So anyway, people are loving that. Charlie Rose sued by three CBS staffers for sexual harassment. We knew this was coming. Yeah. Uh, he just got hit with a sexual harassment lawsuit from three women he worked with at CBS, including his personal assistant. This is what TMZ is reporting. The women include a broadcast associate, a news associate, and Rose's executive assistant. Can we say that Charlie Rose had a bit of a pattern here with the women oh, who worked oh, as yeah. assistant? Yeah. Well, and isn't that the thing that we've learned throughout this entire, uh, the, the last probably six to 
eight months is that typically people who committed these types of acts more than once predators kind of yeah thank you had a pattern or Mm -hmm. had their move their signature move right exactly the claim boasts uh claims they claim that he boasted about his sexual conquests and encouraged them to share their sexual experiences he would say that um to these women according to this lawsuit that they should all become lovers with each other that that would be something that he would love to see wow Uh, two of the women say that charlie rose told them they were hired Specifically because he likes tall women. They're suing him for discrimination, retaliation, and sexual harassment. They're also suing CBS. There we go, guys. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Happy weekend. Happy weekend indeed. 651-641-1071. We do need a caller to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five questions. You get them all right, you'll win a prize. But only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Treat yourself. Entertainment. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It's a game we play every single day at 1230. It's the 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's playing today, Colleen, and what are they playing for? We've got Lisa on the line in Halls. What's Lisa playing for today? She's playing for a four-pack of tickets to see an advanced screening of the movie Show Dogs starring Will Arnett. Lisa, Lisa, Bobisa, the timer will begin (laughs) after (laughs) I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. The character Arthur Fonzarelli from Happy Days goes by what nickname? The Fonz. The Navi aliens in Avatar are what color? Purple? Nope. Green? Nope. Red? Close, nope. Oh, yellow? Nope. <laughs> Pass. Meghan Markle was a suitcase girl on what game show? Oh, oh I know this one. Um, oh, pass. What kind, right. what kind of fruit does SpongeBob SquarePants live in? A pineapple. Plinko is a game show or a game on what game show? Oh, ah, <laughs> I knew the answers, but I'm just drawing a blank. No, today. you know, right, that's girl, okay, it's Lisa. Okay. We all have days. Uh, okay, let's get through some of those answers she did not get correct. All right, so uh, the Navi aliens, the Navi from Avatar, are blue. And Meghan Markle was a suitcase girl on Deal or No Deal. And uh, Plinko's a game on... Price is Right. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. I'm sorry, Lisa didn't win. We will play again on Monday. We play every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, the 30-second pop culture challenge. And then we move on to solving mysteries. And we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has picked for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. First blind item today from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a former A-plus list singer. Mm. A former A-plus list singer. Here's your blind item. I love how this former A-plus list singer has changed that she was fired from a show to she quit a show, please. She would have stayed in a second and will go back in a heartbeat if they asked. They won't, though, because no one liked working with her. That was easy money, and she blew it. Former A plus list singer. Oh, is it? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it for somebody from The Voice? Is it Christina Aguilera? Mm. Yeah. 
Pulling in the blind item. Christina Aguilera has changed that she was fired from The Voice to she quit The Voice. Please. She would have stayed in a second and will go back in a heartbeat if they asked. They won't, though, because no one liked working with her. That was easy money. Why didn't they like working with her? I don't know. I think she's, I I mean, I, I don't know. My assumption would be because she's kind of an aloof diva. I mean, she didn't seem like... I don't know. Uh, I didn't watch the show, so I don't know what her personality on the air is. It's it's what you would expect Christina Aguilera's personality to be on the air. I, I, I always got the impression that she and Adam Levine didn't have a really great um, camaraderie. And then when he did moves like Jagger and she sang on that, it was sort of like it felt like a little bit like burying the hatchet. But there did always seem to be, she just, it was like she didn't really fit in very well. She yeah. wasn't like part of the joke. I guess. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Moving on. Mm -hmm. Now there are three people in our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. However, it's kind of fun and juicy. So let's get to it. We have a very annoying talk show host Mm. as our first person. Mm -hmm. His mostly TV actress BFF. Mm -hmm. And the third person is the chair of the event. Okay. Here's your blind item. What very annoying talk show host and vile name dropper always gets to go to the Met Gala as a plus one of his mostly TV actress BFF, but he might not be going this year because the chair of the event not only dislikes him with a passion, but she saw him snorting lines of coke at an after party. He apparently confronted her and called her the naughty, naughty word to her face. Nice way to get kicked out. Knowing him. I'm thinking he's going to weasel his way in there again this year. Interesting. So if I were to, I don't know if you have any guesses, but yeah. my first guess would be for the uh, the talk show host. I was going Andy Cohen. Yeah. Okay. For sure. And then for uh, Bestie, I was going SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. Okay. So who's the chair of the event? Dun, 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 dun. Because um, I don't remember who's chairing the event right now. She's a big name. She's a celebrity. Okay. Not it's an not, entertainer. It's not Gwyneth. No. Uh, is this it Gwyneth adjacent? Eh, actually, I think that Gwyneth is technically an employee of this person. Oh, Oprah? Uh, <laughs> because Gwyneth Go- is an employee. Yeah. Oh, is it Anna? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because of her magazine. Because of Goop's magazine. All right, I'll fill in the blank for you on this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Andy Cohen uh, always gets to go to the Met Gala as a plus one of Sarah Jessica Parker, but he might not be going this year because Anna Wintour not only dislikes him with a passion, but she saw him snorting lines of coke at an after party. Apparently then Andy confronted uh, Anna and called her the blankety blank to her face. Nice way to get kicked out. Knowing Andy, I'm thinking he's going to weasel his way in there again this year. Uh, the, the whole Coke thing, we know this is true. Why? Because everyone smokes and nothing is real. Well, I mean, that's like a okay, given. Sorry. But like we actually had intel on this. You'll remember? No, I don't remember. Why don't I remember? Holly, do you remember? Actually, I don't remember. So somebody accused him of snorting cocaine in his, uh, at his show in, on set. Who was it though? I now I vaguely recall that. Was that a listener? Why are you looking at me like that? Am I not supposed to stay on the air? A listener? What do you oh, mean? I don't know. I didn't know if it was like a listener. Like who, our listener? Yeah, yeah. who had oh, been there and told no. us. Gave it's us a, a hot celebrity. Tip. 
Oh, it was a celebrity mm-hmm. that told us. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it is. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. That's my fallback she answer is for everything. somebody who was doing this to tick him off, you'll remember. Oh, I mean, was she this was, Kathy? Yes! Oh, ding, ding, ding. It's like Kathy reverse Grant. blind right. item. Oh my gosh, that was very meta. We like blind item to the blind item. Oh! <laughs> All right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so this has the ring of truth. Yeah, a little bit. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm trying ah, okay. I see you're buttressing your opinion mm, with evidence. I like to all right, this next blind item is a little wordy. However, there's lots of dirt to dish okay. in this blind right. item from crazydaysandnights.net. Well, we just have to think of an A-plus list daytime talk show host. Okay. Really, we have to think of one person. Then we got a lot of dirt okay. on this person. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Which A-plus list daytime talk show host has a way has a way her booking office gets all the A-list guests on her show and leaves her competitors high and dry? Unlike other talk show hosts, she is on good terms with PR people and agents, you know, in case a star needs to make an appearance to do some damage control. And she's willing to do puff pieces. And then she sends agents gifts as a thank you. The celebrity guests, however, dread going on her show because they know she's an uber blank behind the scenes. Bitch. Mm-hmm. And just plain don't like her. That's why the green rooms are stocked with a bar. Oh, and did I mention that she has several deals with some celebrities that uh, they only appear on her show and no other daytime talk show hosts? Oh my God! Don't say it's Ellen. What? Oh! What? What? I Whoa! knew it. What? Okay. I knew it. Wow. See, she's too good to be true. That Ellen. Nobody is that wow. good all the time. Okay, fill in the blank, and then let this wash over you, everybody, knowing that this is all about Ellen DeGeneres. Here's your blind item. Mm. Ellen DeGeneres has a way her booking office gets all the A-list guests on her show. Unlike other talk show hosts, Ellen is on very good terms with PR people and agents, you know, in case the stars need to get uh, need to make an appearance to do some damage control. And Ellen's willing to do puff pieces. And then she sends agents gifts as a thank you. The celebrity guests, however, dread going on Ellen's show because they know she's an Uber bee behind the scenes and just plain don't like her. That's why the green rooms are stocked with a bar. Oh, and did I mention that Ellen has several deals with some celebrities that they only appear on her show and no other daytime shows? I'm looking at you, Kardashians. So the only thing that I find Mm -hmm. surprising in this uh, blind item, because most of it seems legit or seems relatively easy to accept. Plausible. Thank you for the words on a Friday. Um, The fact that she's on very good terms with PR people, that she's willing to do puff pieces, that she sends agents gifts. Um, What I find interesting in this is the celebrity guests who dread going on their show because she's an uber bitch behind the scenes. That's the piece that I that I I have a hard time just seeing how that looks like. How does Ellen's uber bitch come out such that as a celebrity? And I also, by the way, found the like several deals blah 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 to go on the show that's like that is nothing new in the world of talk shows so that seems plausible but right back like to you, her being a bitch like you said like having a trick up your sleeve uh, we assume that that people do in hollywood right like that that there's some sort of negotiating going on behind closed doors but 
the fact that she's walking around with a reign of terror like what is, on what her does set. What does that look like? like exactly. Ellen. Actually, I think that that for Ellen looks like being very closed off. Yeah. And very demanding. And here is my evidence for Ellen DeGeneres being an Uber bee mm-hmm. is the fact that she rarely gives really personal interviews. And when she does, she's not the happy go lucky person that she presents on the show. Yeah. And okay. I think she completely understands that. I think that she was so burned by popular culture back in the early 2000s. Remember when her sitcom mm-hmm. got canceled? Oh, yeah. And bas- yeah, and basically nobody was talking to her. I feel like she is extracting some kind of person. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Revenge by like, I'm going to get you, Hollywood. I'm going to be the nicest, most successful person in this business Haha. So I so I I listened, I have listened in the past to Dax Shepard's podcast. Um and this one actually was in many ways one of my favorites because it was an, a manageable length. They happen to they tend to be like two hour long podcasts or like over an hour, and I'm yeah. like, that's too much. But I listened to this one because she only had a limited amount of time to sit down and talk with him. And what you just said, Holly, is exactly I was expecting somebody uh, lighter, a little more fun, a little like a little more joy. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you always have to be like Pollyanna about things. But if well, you're somebody not. who entertains somebody in the way that Ellen DeGeneres does, I expected like a lightness to her tone. Even there was a heaviness to even just her presence. And I can't explain it other than to just say it didn't seem like the Ellen you watched on television. And so it was like she wasn't showing up as Ellen from the Ellen show. Yeah, she well, was the I, real Ellen not, DeGeneres. I mean, and I, I just, when you read this blind item or confirmed that it was Ellen, or at least you confirmed that most people believe that, is, was this confirmed? No, this okay. is just speculation. So regardless, um, not to quibble points, my, my reaction is, aha, because mm-hmm. what do we know? Nothing is real and everyone smokes. There you I go. Got it right. So nothing is real and everybody smokes, which means that when I watch Ellen, I think like this is awesome and everybody has fun and who doesn't want to dance with her and who doesn't want free crap. And that's a wonderful way to like sort of appeal to the lowest common denominator. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. We do that on a regular basis. I mean, we are both huge bitches behind the scenes um, and most people would attest to that. But on. Oh, was I not supposed to say that out loud? I mean, huge. Don't look at me like that. We have our moments, but not huge. Okay, he's staring at me. Go on. I'm trying to be nice oh, sorry. and fair okay. to the audience Got it. Thank by you. being honest and open okay. um, about all of our 
issues. I don't know what I'm saying, but no, my point is that I just, you can't buy that somebody is that happy and I agree. And, um, and not because I'm a horribly cynical person, although I probably am. Um, but like anybody, I like, because I always marvel at people like Ellen. Can I be quite honest? Do we have a moment? No, we don't really have but a let moment. Let me just say this. Yeah. I marvel at people who can show up every day and, and lie through their teeth. I don't have that in me. Mm-hmm. Like if I didn't love what I was doing, if I didn't uh, like you, we'd most have a of the miserable time, life. We, we would be. You would hear it, and you'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to listen to those weirdos." But you, there will be days when I ain't gonna bring you know all of it. Mm-hmm. And she, like, how I marvel at people who can do that. All so the maybe, time, yeah. Maybe I just want to believe that <laughs> I can't be a better person. <laughs> that but normalizes you. That, That's what it is. But I, I tend to believe that when something seems too good, it probably to be probably true. Is. Probably is. Yeah. yeah. When we come back, uh, that was really that deep. Was deep. I, I needed to work something out. Thank in that. you, Ellen, for allowing Bradley that release. When we come back each Friday, we check in with a Google Trends expert to uh, find out what you all been googling all week, and we know we have the results, and we'll tell you what they are after this on my talk one zero seven one. Well, you all have been Googling all week long, and on Fridays, we like to check in with our friend to find out from Google what has been trending this week, what you all have been Googling on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and our Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. Hey, Molly Vandenberg, how are you? I'm doing really well. Hey, Colleen and Bradley, thanks for having me. How goes it? Thanks for being here. Yeah, how are you? Absolutely. I'm doing really well. You know, I was off for a couple of weeks because I actually just moved, but you know, oh. that's more or less oh. taken care of, so I'm happy to be back. Well, we'd much rather talk to you about, like, your life, but, uh, you know, our listeners <laughs> probably do want to hear about what was trending this week, so can you kick things off and uh, remind us why Gonna Be May uh, was trending Cute. this week? Absolutely, because this is my personal favorite trend of the week. I am a big sync fan still. And this is something that we see crop up every year around this time as April comes to a close. Of course, it is that iconic meme of Justin Timberlake way back, um, and it says, it's going to be May, <laughs> obviously being a play on their hit single, It's Going to Be Me, and everyone kind of posts fun at the pronunciation there. And so we really saw it take off, especially this year, because they were given their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And did you hear about what happened there and the joke that they made? Well, I didn't, what, which joke? So this one was really funny. The dedication happened on April 30th, and of course they're very aware. I'm sure Justin feels painfully aware of this. And so at the end of all the speeches, J.C. Chazay had grabbed the mic and then said, as a reminder, everyone, tomorrow it's going to be May. Uh. Nice. I didn't see that they did that, and that is genius, by the way, that they uh, did that uh, star- that Walk of Fame ceremony so close to May. So that that moment could happen. It was everything. I loved it. Okay. One of the things that was trending this week that I cannot handle any more conversation around, especially in my house, is Fortnite. Do you know what this is, even Bradley? No. Oh, Molly, tell him. Yes. And to be fair, I didn't know what it is. I didn't know what it was either. I had to look it up. That just tells me you don't have school-aged children. (laughs) I do not. 
<laughs> but I hear that it is big with the kids these days, mm-hmm. and evidently so much so that people have spent 128 million hours collectively watching other people play this game. And that's the part that I find really interesting. So the game itself is one where the characters kind of all jump out of this plane, and then they're on this island, and they have to fight until, like, one survives. But not only do people really enjoy playing this game, but people also really enjoy watching other people play the game on YouTube and other platforms, which I personally find fascinating. Oh, that you know, is so crazy. You know who should really be concerned the most about this is, like, actors in Hollywood, because... My kids, that's what they do. That's what they watch. Yeah. Is other people playing video games. So I'm very well, familiar with Fortnite. The good news is um, celebrities actually record, like a lot of actors yeah. do like voice work in games. So at yeah, least they'll see? make some money. They'll still get some money. And finally, Molly, why was Hawaii trending this week? Yeah. And looking at the list, it would be like, why Hawaii this week of all week? Because, you know, we typically see a lot of searches around it because it's a very popular vacation destination. But it was trending this week for two specific reasons. One is actually, unfortunately, they've been experiencing quite a few earthquakes. And so they had been bracing for an eruption of the Kilauea volcano. And that actually happened. So that was one reason they were trending. We saw some evacuations of the neighboring areas. And then the other reason that they were trending is that they actually plan to enact laws to ban certain kinds of sunscreen that contain chemicals that may affect the health of coral reefs. Hmm. Now, these rules won't go into effect until, like, 2021, so it is pretty forward-looking. But a lot of people, when they said, like, oh, Hawaii's banning sunscreen, like, definitely something that you have to take a second look at because that to me, means a lot of sunburn. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, the, but that makes uh, plenty of sense that it's to protect our coral reefs, the two things I that, will say, that surround Hawaii. The thing that um, disturbed me about sunscreen that I noticed on a recent vacation uh, was that it ruined the film on my glasses. Oh, yeah, it does. It's a hot mess. It's Which disgusting. Which makes you wonder what it's doing to your body. Exactly. Hey, Molly, thank you so much. We'll talk- thank you so much for having me. You have a great weekend. We'll you talk too. to you next week. That was Molly Vandenberg. She's our Google Trends expert. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley witnessed something very interesting this morning having to do with Donna and Steve oh, yeah. and their juice cleanse. Oh, we'll find out what that was after this on My Talk 107. Uh-huh.